0: Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. In this episode, I'm gonna talk about a subject that's extremely close to my heart, um, which is copywriting. In other words, writing posts, emails, brochures, web pages, any kind of written word that causes people to take some kind of action. And the reason this topic is so close to my heart is this is how I started out in business. Back in 2008, I left my job in telesales for a training company and I set up my first business as a freelance copywriter, um, specialising in writing, marketing, creating ads, etc., for NLP professionals and coaches. And so, really, copy changed my life. The skill called being able to write words, craft marketing messages that got people's attention and move them emotionally to take some kind of action literally, that one skill um, completely transformed my life. And still to this day, the reason I wanted to um, do this episode for the Empire Builders podcast on this specific subject um, is because I really believe that whilst, of course, learning how to sell and close, how to speak on stage, all of these, or, or deliver on camera, all of these skills are highly valuable. When it comes to building an empire, I really believe that the ability to write copy is probably one of the most, if not the most valuable skill you can master. And the reason is because copy, when you stop and think about it, really, copy drives all marketing. Um you you might go, well Nick, you know, I, I, I don't really do like written advertising. It's all video. Okay. So the text that goes alongside the video, in other words the headline, How well that is written or not is going to have a massive impact on how many views your video gets and how engaged people are and how many comments it gets, etc. So regardless of how you market your business and how you use marketing to build your empire, copy will, without a shadow of a doubt, be at the centre of it. And the other reason I actually decided on this topic for this episode is that I I stopped teaching this skill formally um, a number of years ago now. And uh, just just last week, I actually ran uh, an online masterclass uh, Thursday evening last week, and um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The feedback was incredible. We actually had, um, it was the third highest number of registrations and attendees we've ever had for an online event, um, which was pretty cool. And so... Um, yeah, it, it kind of got me, I suppose it got me reconnected to how much I love this topic and how valuable it actually can be. So so it's quite a chunky bit of training. Um, it was about an hour and 45 minutes uh, last week. So what I'm actually going to do is chop this into two episodes. So um, this is episode one, which is all about how to write great copy. And then episode two will actually about writing copy, like, what's to write, what constitutes a great ad or a great sales letter or a great email campaign. So as I said, I really believe that this is one of the most valuable skills you could possibly learn. And by the way, if you listen to this and you're not the person that creates the marketing for your business, maybe you've got a team of people that do that for you, get them listening to this episode. Um, I actually think that it's still useful The reason I think copy is such a valuable skill, regardless of whether you're the person doing it or not, I think knowing what good copy, great copy looks like, what it takes to write great copy um, actually gives you a much better chance of recruiting, training, um, managing somebody in that role in your business. So regardless of whether or not you're the person, I still actually write quite a lot of copy in my business, mainly because I love it and it's one of the skills that I'm I've got, and I'm quite good at it. But I do have other people in the team that that write for me as well. Um, so re- really, I do believe that great copy changes everything. Like I said, in 2008, um, when I'd, I'd I'd invested some time and money up till that point, learning this skill from some of some of who I perceive to be the greats. Um, Dan Kennedy is probably the person that I um, learned most from about writing copy. Um, and Dan is like the godfather of marketing, as far as I'm concerned. And learning how to write copy from people like Dan, and then actually testing it. In the company that I worked in, it was a, an NLP training company, and so I I was in sales and started doing some speaking for them. But then in in my kind of latter time with that company, I started uh, writing copy and and running some of the marketing for that company and found that i actually quite enjoyed that and had a had quite a a talent for it if you like and so the more uh the more i did it the better i got and then i reached a point where i was i realized that there was a big opportunity for me to go out and serve that community on a wider scale using that skill Um, and so in 2008 i started my first business as a freelance copywriter i wrote one sales letter that sales letter alone was directly responsible for uh, well, in the first year, I did over fifty thousand pounds in sales, and pretty much one sales letter was responsible for the vast majority of of that income. And, and since then, of course, the skill of being able to write copy has helped me build um, a multi-seven-figure business on two occasions, and um, sell over four thousand tickets to our expert and Buyers events over the last few years. Uh, and and pretty much everything that I've built and everything I've achieved has been created as a result of me having the skill called being able to write copy. So as I said, this first episode of two is going to be all about how to write great copy, because I think the the problem I hear most commonly through, from our clients when we talk about this subject is where they really struggle is they they know that they need to write a post for Facebook or they need to write an email campaign or copy for their website, or even something as silly, but sometimes significant as drafting an email proposal to a potential client, or even, um, actually, I just did this uh, uh, just earlier this evening. I uh, I um, spoke to a potential client about joining our program. They'd already invested money with us elsewhere. And so we were doing a, right, we're going to credit some of what you've already paid into our program. So just drafting the WhatsApp message that followed up that conversation with, right, to clarify, here's what the deal is. That's copy. Literally copy is everywhere. And so the biggest problem I hear when I talk about this with my clients is they go, I, you know, I know I need to write copy. I know I need to write an email or, uh, you know, write copy for my website or, um, or or post on Facebook or, or LinkedIn or whatever. But I just don't know where to start. I'm literally sat there in front of a blank screen or with a blank piece of paper. And so this first episode of two is going to be at how to write. How do we deliberately and consciously um, stimulate creativity so that the writing process is easy and effortless? So I've got a six step process. And how I actually created this process was having written quite a bit of copy over uh, a significant period of time. I looked back and went, well, what was my process? How did I get good at this? And so there's six steps to writing any piece of copy. Um, the first three of which, by the way, involve no actual writing. It's, it's more about the preparation that then makes the writing a lot easier. So the first step of my process when it comes to writing great copy, and I use this regardless of what I'm doing. Right now, I'm actually drafting a sales letter that we're going to send out as a direct mail piece uh, in the next few weeks for our highest level mastermind program, the seven-figure mastermind. Um, so I'm writing the sales letter at the moment. And so I followed this exact process. Step number one is to actually do your research and create what we call, I suppose, in direct response, copyright in a swipe file. A swipe file is effectively a collection of lots of other sales letters, email campaigns, posts um, that you've seen, sometimes in the first instance from other people. So in my early days, in kind of 2008, 2009, my swipe file consisted of sales letters from people like Dan Kennedy and Frank Kern and a load of others, email campaigns. I was on all of their lists as well, so I'd get their emails and when I saw an email I liked, I'd copy and paste it and keep it in my swipe file. Um, uh, So my swipe file originally consisted of lots of copy written by other people. not so that I could plagiarise it, just to be clear, but so that I could go back to it for inspiration, so that when I was writing a campaign from scratch, I didn't stare at a blank screen. I would look at other copy that was relevant. So for example, in the early days, my first, some of my early clients were running live events. And of course, you know, I've built a multi seven figure business running live events now. But in the early days, I hadn't actually written copy. I hadn't filled a live event of my own. So in my swipe file, I had, a, I had a section of my swipe file, which was purely copy for live events. So then when I got my first client that I had to write a live event piece for, I'd, I'd look at all this other live event copy for inspiration, for ideas. So the first step is to do your research, create a swipe file. And of course, over the years, my swipe file has become pretty much all of it now is my own work. All of it is copy that I've either written for my own business or for clients' businesses. So, you know, everything that's there now is mine. So it makes the job a lot easier because effectively when it was made up of other people's work, I couldn't copy and paste. I had to take the ideas and then adapt them. Whereas now like I can just copy and paste my previous work to create new work. It makes the process very, far, far quicker, easier, easier. slicker process if you like so that's the first thing is to to do your research and create a file of either your own previous good work and you might even keep other people's work in there that that just you can draw upon for inspiration i guess um and of course even right now i'm willing to bet that if you've built a significant business of any sort you've run you've written copy or run campaigns that have been successful. You should have the copy from those campaigns saved somewhere that you can access easily at any time, because you know often we're trying to we're staring at a blank screen trying to come up with something brilliant from scratch when actually we've already got brilliant stuff that we've used before and and you know we could utilize some of that maybe not exactly the same campaign but we could utilize a lot of it um, to make. Make our lives a hell of a lot easier. So the first step is to do your research, create a swipe file of high quality work. The second step is then to get yourself in a state of creativity. I mean, if you think about it, you would—I'm willing to bet—that you would never stand on stage in front of an audience or sit in front of a camera and start talking and and creating. Video content, unless you were in the right state to do so, you would make sure that you've got your 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 mind focused. You would make sure that you're hydrated, that you're not starving, that you're um, maybe you've even got some uh, some notes to prompt you, so you know what you're going to talk about. Um, that you know you, you take a few deep breaths before you begin. The funny thing is, this to many people in our community, who are who are coaches, NLPers, you, you specialise in kind of helping people with in, improving their mindset or increasing their performance. This is second nature to you, yet I guarantee most of the things that you struggle with, and in some cases, writing copy will be one of those, you don't practice what you preach. You don't do what you know. You don't do the obvious things. So like whenever I sit down to write a piece of copy, I'm making sure I'm treating it almost as if, I was about to step on stage or almost as if I was about to shoot a video and I need to make sure that I'm going to produce my best work. I think oftentimes when we're writing copy, it's like, well, I can I can write it and then I can delete it and start again. And, and that attitude is actually what makes it difficult in the first place. So, so getting yourself in the right state. I, I always like to um, connect with what state am I trying to elicit in my reader? And then put myself in that state. Start thinking about times in my life where I felt that way. Making sure, obviously, that I'm in a physically productive state as well. You know, if I'm hungry or tired or dehydrated or any of those things, probably not going to be conducive to creating my best work. Um, So the other thing I'll do is think about not only what state I want to elicit in the reader, but I'll also think about the end result. So let's say, for argument's sake, I'm writing copy for an Expert Empires event and the vision is to have 500, 600, 700 people in the room at the event, I'll visualize standing on stage in front of five or six or 700 people at the event. And that's going to make me feel a certain way. And from that place, I can write great copy. Um, Recently, like I said, I'm writing a piece at the moment, uh, a sales letter that I'm sending out to a very small number of people um, to invite them to join our seven-figure mastermind. And so one of the things I've done before I started writing the piece was I went to some of our most successful mastermind members and asked them to share their successes, their stories with me, for two reasons. One, because it gives me um, a load of testimon- testimonials to feature in the piece, but also because it reminded me and it got me, um, it, it got me aligned with how amazing the program is and the ama- and the stunning results people have been getting from being in the program. So with that in my mind, I'm now in a much better state to create a compelling piece of copy. So first step is to do your research, build a swipe file. That's something that I think you should, as an empire builder, as somebody who's creating marketing materials for your business uh, time and time again, that's an asset you should all have. And then the second thing is to get yourself in a good state before you start this process. Third step is then what I call the brainstorm step, which is literally... Get a blank sheet of paper. I like to do this with pen and paper this step personally, but you could do it on your on your computer, on a screen. I like to do it pen and paper and then literally dump as many thoughts, ideas onto that piece of paper as you can about that subject, about that piece that you're going to write. And the reason this is really important is because oftentimes, um, as I already said, one of the biggest problems is... is staring at a blank screen for hours on end waiting for some kind of inspiration to hit you the the other problem is actually the opposite which is I've got too many things going on in my brain and I can't write fast enough to get them all out and so I get overwhelmed so actually the brainstorm step allows you to get your best ideas out on paper so that then you when you're writing the copy all you're really doing is taking those ideas and putting them into a logical order and sequence. So the brainstorm phase is really important. You you know, you write down um, what the key benefits of the, um, let's say for argument's sake, you're, um, I'll talk about the piece that I'm writing at the moment, which is the direct mail piece for our Seven Figure Mastermind programme. So on my brainstorm, I've written down what are the key topics that we cover and that we support our mastermind members with at that level that we would not cover with our entry-level mastermind members, for example. Um, so there's like, I think I, I came up with eight or nine things that we that we do with that group that we don't do with anybody else because it's an advanced group and everybody in the group has already built a multi-six-figure business. That's the criteria for entry. So on my brainstorm, I've written that criteria for entry is a quarter of a million a year in sales or more. Um, I've put here are the key things we're going to cover and that we support you with that we don't, cover with everybody else here's some of the experiences we have throughout the year that you're in the program um the fact that you get unprecedented access to me here's some of the testimony like all of this stuff i'm dumping onto a piece of paper so that when i start writing the piece i'm not doing it from scratch and by the way i also had a piece of copy fortunately that i'd written for a client for their high level mastermind program Um, so in effect the the copy I'm writing for this program isn't that dissimilar. So I could I could take a lot of the good ideas that I'd created before and map them across from my swipe file. Um, so, yeah, the third step is to brainstorm, get everything out on paper so that you're not confused, overwhelmed. You've got it all there and then. Um, and then those first three steps are not about writing the piece. Then the fourth step is to actually do the first draft. So then you would start, um, for example, let's say you're writing a Facebook post you write the piece top to bottom. And again, in the second part of this episode, um, which we'll publish in a week's time, um, if you listen to this when it's just gone live, um, in the second part of this episode, we're going to go into this step in much more depth, like what is the anatomy of a compelling sales letter, email, post on social, whatever it is. So the fourth step is that you actually draft it. What's important is that you draft it top to bottom. So the biggest mistake I think people make when they're writing copy is they'll write um, a few, you know, a few paragraphs, and they go, "Oh, that that doesn't, no, no, that's no good," and then delete and start again. Or they'll write out by hand and they'll screw the piece of paper up and throw it in the bin. And actually, um, by doing the brainstorm, first of all, you've got all the ideas out on a piece of paper, so that's all good. And when you're writing the draft, write it top to bottom in one sitting if possible. If you're doing a long sales letter, that's probably not going to be possible, but Um, I always try and write an email or a post for social in one sitting. normally takes me 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe max. So I write that top to bottom. And and by the way, at that point, I'm only looking to have the piece be like a six or a seven out of 10. I'm not going for perfection Um, because it's very, very difficult for me to get perfection on that first piece, like that first draft. So I'm like just drafting top to bottom, I want all the key elements for my brainstorm to be there. Um, I don't need it to be perfect. Good is good enough. But I'm going to write it top to bottom and get it finished. Then step five is actually to get away. Like leave it there at a six or a seven out of ten and then do something different, whether it's going and doing a different task, whether it's, you know, go for a walk, um, whatever you like to do to switch off, you know, play computer games I don't know not really my bag but you know I might go and play golf or even just go to the driving range for a half an hour or 45 minutes or you know go and have a bite of bite to eat a bit of lunch with my with my wife or my kids like just do something different um to break your state to kind of interrupt the pattern because otherwise what what can happen if you're not careful is you end up just staring at this piece of work this this um this draft for hours on end and trying to you know edit it and change it and improve it and your brain's fried like you've got no creativity whatsoever you've got no chance of producing your best work so you write that first draft then leave it and then come back to it and complete step six which is then to edit rewrite improve um, and at that point you'll find that you can you can make far more educated, far better changes with fresh eyes. You come back to it with fresh eyes and you go, right, I can see straight away that this paragraph here needs to be moved up further into the piece, or this needs to be later, or I can adjust the words here in the opening. Um, that's much easier to do when, you, when you're when coming back to look at it with fresh eyes. I guarantee if you've ever read, um, I, I guarantee everybody's done this at some point where you, you you've Written something, published something, um, and there's typos in it or, or grammatical errors, and then somebody's picked you up on it, the grammar police, as as we like to call them, and and you're frustrated because you know you probably should have known better, um, but at the same time, I guarantee you've observed that in other people's work, because we can always, it's always easier for us to look from the outside in and critique somebody else's work because it's not ours. So the very, obviously this is still your work, but the very best thing you could do is. Like Draft the first piece, go away, come back with fresh eyes, then edit and rewrite. And then I'm going to give you one big tip for this that will... I guarantee if you do this one big tip um, to finish off any email, social media post, sales letter, website copy, whatever you're doing, I guarantee if you do this one step or this one final thing as part of step number six, edit and rewrite, um, you will... Right, far better copy that flows more easily, that sounds far more like you, um, that has your natural personality and charisma injected into it, and that is, you're going to hate this, but I'm going to say it. That is to read the entire piece out loud, not read it in your head. Actually, speak the words out loud. Here's why, because um, when we we're you might have even seen um some of these images and stuff that do the rounds on social um like you can actually skim read something with that has typos and grammatical errors in it and still make perfect sense of it there's some of those images that do the rounds where actually like the whole thing has loads of spelling errors or it's got numbers instead of letters or it's got the letters jumbled up the wrong way around you can still read it because your brain can kind of fill in the blanks a bit. So reading it out loud, actually, what that does is it means that you can, because you're reading it out loud and of course you're hearing the words as well as as reading them, when you're hearing the words, you can actually work out uh, that bit doesn't quite flow or, oh, we need punctuation here because I had to stop and take a breath and it was the natural place for me to do that. So it could do some punctuation or, oh, That word needs emphasising so I might put it in capital letters or underline it or whatever. So reading the piece out loud will help you to... I mean, the key thing with with writing great copy, um, if there was one tip I could give you to write great copy, um, it would be to write as you speak. So really your emails, social media posts, sales letters, they need to sound like you and the best way to do that is when you've done these six steps, read it out loud. And then as you're reading it out loud, you'll see, you'll hear, oh, that bit doesn't quite flow. Or there's a much better word I could have used there. Or that needs a, a new paragraph or a, or a line break or punctuation or whatever. So that will, that one final step, I mean, that, I guarantee that'll, that'll take your copy from, you know, a six or a seven out of 10 to an eight or a nine. Um, and get you a much better result and people actually then will start to enjoy reading it and they'll give you feedback and they'll say oh you know it was so well written it sounded just like you Um, and by the way I'm not here to say that it's got to be grammatically perfect if you if you read any of my stuff which I'm sure you know if you if you follow me on social media or you're on my email list you probably do most of my stuff isn't grammatically perfect but it sounds just like my podcast sounds or the, what you see on emails or on social is exactly what you would see from me on stage. The same kind of vocabulary, the same kind of style. The key is to have it sound like you um, so that personality comes across. And of course, by reading it out loud, you'll definitely be able to iron out any kinks far more easily than you could just by skimming it, reading it yourself. Um, I, I don't love the idea of getting other people to proofread it. You might have one person in your team or that works with you that you get to proofread it. The problem is as soon as they proofread it, they go, oh, well, I think that you should have it. You know, that's not grammatically right. It should be this. And then all of a sudden it loses your voice completely. And in order for copy to be effective, especially if you're in my community, the chances are you are a coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, author, um, an agency owner. You're the person who's voice the marketing is projected in and so it's got to sound like you so um to summarize on this first episode of two about how to write great copy six step process for writing great copy copy for i I suppose this is my process for um igniting creativity and have this process flow easily and effortlessly rather than it being a struggle step number one Do your research, create a swipe file. Step number two, get yourself in the right state to create a great piece of work. Step number three, get all your ideas down on one piece of paper, brainstorm it. Step number four, do your first draft, top to bottom in one sitting if possible. Step number five, take a break, do something different. Step number six, come back with fresh eyes, edit, rewrite, speak it out loud. And then of course, the crucial step is knowing when to stop edit and rewriting and trying to be perfect and get it live, email it out, post it on social, do whatever the step is. Um, Because by the way, I I never, you know, I said that after your first draft, you want to be aiming for it to be like a six out of 10, seven out of 10. Even after the edit and rewrite, I'm only ever looking for for it to be like an eight and a half or a nine out of 10. Because I know that if I want it to be a 10 out of 10, I'll obsess over it forever. And I do believe that to a certain extent, good is good enough. Um, you're far better off being prolific than perfect. So, you know, I I would much rather be sending out three, four emails a week to our audience and posting regularly on social than putting out half the amount of content and it being perfect. Prolific beats perfect. Um, so the, there comes a time where, you know, I'm, I'm well happy if, my, if I can look at it and go, that's an eight and a half or a nine out of 10. I'm not striving for it to be a 10 because... If I did, I'd obsess over it for days, weeks, and then I wouldn't be able to be anywhere near as prolific as I am. So, hopefully, you found this first episode of two on how to build your empire by writing great copy. Uh, Hopefully, you found this useful. The next episode will be all about what to write. In other words, what's the anatomy, if you like, of a great social media post, email, sales letter, etc. So uh, stay tuned and uh, that episode will be coming your way very soon. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.